okay, patients, you just sat down in the motherfucking waiting room. I'm Melrose, and I'm in here with Killer Cam. And we got your motherfucking prescription. Today, we want to talk to you about women in business. Um, for myself, I can just... Yeah, I feel like it's it, we women need to start more more businesses. I feel like we're we're thriving right now. We're popping with the whole women's advocacy and all of these things that are happening in the media and everything. So I feel like now is the time to just do your thing and and figure figure your shit out. So for me, it was more so. I just, to be honest, I didn't have what I wanted to do as a business. Like when I was in high school and all of that shit, I just wasn't focused. I didn't really have an idea of what I wanted to do. And I really didn't give a fuck. Like, I just wanted to have fun. And so, like, I feel like afterwards, like, when I went to college for a little bit, then I was like, hmm, shit's starting to get real. Maybe I need to just focus on some shit and actually start figuring out how I'm going to make money. But then I realized, I'm like, I don't want to fucking keep working for other people and not and making them rich while I'm over here suffering with kids and not really doing for myself. So... True. I just decided that I figured out what my purpose was, and I was like, I'm going to just do it. So started a nonprofit, and then I wanted to do some other stuff, and I'm, I'm, all, I'm all over the place. So what about you? Okay, so, yes, I totally agree with what you're saying. Women right now, specifically black women, too, we are yeah. the most educated group of people in this country right now. And so, yeah, we definitely need to be, you know, supporting black businesses. We need to be encouraging women to step out on their own. And, yeah, I mean, even if you can't put all of your effort into a business, at least start it, at least get into it. Because I feel like us, we're in our 30s. This is the time to be building in your career and also, like, in for longevity. Um, like, okay, so, so patients, I personally, I have two master's degrees. I have a bachelor's degree in, in communications. I have a master's in management and HR, and I have a master's in administration and marketing. Yes. But, yes. I'm highly educated, but I'm under, I'm underworked as far as I spent a lot of time going to school and I did not work for the most part. And when I did, I just, I ended up working my way up from the bottom. I started out as a cashier at this place and I worked my way up to being the manager of the store. And I ended up managing the store and then also doing the social media marketing for three of my owner's franchise stores. And so, you know, after I ended up leaving that place and I went to the place that I'm at now, which is actually me helping make these millionaires get richer, I decided to... Uh, I still felt like I wasn't working in my purpose. I wasn't doing what I love. It's a dead-end job. I'm not working in my field. I'm not doing what I went to school for. And, you know, um, I talked about it with my, my family. I talked about it with, like, you know, God. And I, I wrote a business plan. I took the later part of, I want to say, at the end of 2017, I took a month out and I I cut out all the noise. I took my Facebook off. I stopped going out. I stopped hanging out with people. I stopped talking on the phone. And I wrote my business plan. I had wrote it. And uh, when I finished it, at the beginning of 2018, I started my business. And um, what my business was, was I basically, what it is, is a, a marketing and HR solutions firm for small businesses uh, okay. geared towards geared towards restaurants like the ones I worked in because that's where 
my experience was. And although I do not get to put as much time as I want into my business, but I did get LLC, I did get a bank account for my business, I turned my first client. My first client was the man that I used to work for. And so he was my first client for my business. And we went from him writing checks to me from his company to me personally to him writing his checks out to my business. So that was a very, it was a very uh, big point for me. It showed me that I can make my own money. And I think that when you do that and you start to turn a profit off of your brain power, it just empowers you so much and you start to think about life differently and you just get this hustler mentality, a hustler spirit. And, uh, yeah, women in business, is a, it's a powerful thing. It's a powerful thing. Um, and that's like my testimony. You know, I, I wish I want to put more into it. And that's the only thing about entrepreneurism. We tend to get caught up with our bills and yeah. caught up with our day-to-day life <clears throat> issues. And we let that stop us. And so even yeah. me, like, we got to find a way to really push ourselves into our own businesses. We got to figure it out what we need to do to get to that point. Um, it's difficult. Yeah. No, I was going to say it's... No, go ahead. Oh, no, that's what I was just, I was just saying. That's what I, that's my, that's my take on it. Yes, yeah, it's, it's hard for me. It's difficult when you have children and you're single parenting and trying to work a full-time job and own your own business. It's hard to manage all of that. It's hard to go to work every day and then also have the energy to come home and put energy into your kids and your business. Like I know for me, it's a struggle, but um, I just feel like if you're passionate about your business, it, it comes easy. You're always going to find time. And for me, I'm just grinding. Like, it's always go to work, come home, and do more work. It's just, it's it's become, but it's, it's the energy you put into it as well. So if you're not, you can't expect your business to flourish if you're not really taking the time out to, like you said, write a business plan, do research, um, and just really put energy into it. And then your own money. Like, you don't want to keep going to work and working for somebody else. And whatever money you have, you should be investing that into yourself and your business. Not on food and and buying cars. Like, things that depreciate and that doesn't really have a value to it. I just feel like as a culture, we, we get caught up on clothes and things that don't really bring, you know, not it doesn't bring anything no back to us. Yeah. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Killer Cam. Follow me, follow me, follow me on IG at Cam Kill, the number eight. I'm here with Cam Random Thoughts for the day. I love y'all. I fuck with y'all. And I want y'all to listen the fuck up. Okay? Y'all, so this episode is really, really cool because... Business is important. Like, handling your business is important, whether it be personal uh, business where you're looking for a job or you're going over your finances or you just really trying to get a great idea to get to the bag. It's important. I want to shed a light on Charlemagne the God. I know people think he's like an asshole. And he's not really nice. 
fuck that. He came from nothing. Um, he grew up in South Carolina. I forget the name of the city that he grew up in, Monk's Monk's Corner. So he like his book, his book is called Black Privilege. It's been out for a very long time, but y'all gotta read it. Um he's very the the shit that the book is just amazing because it's his point of view, it's his perspective. And when you read the shit, it reads as if you're actually talking to him and he's really giving you insight on how to get to the bag and how to grind and be more productive. One of the things that he talks about is putting the weed in the bag. That is his terminology or his um, his way of saying you got to start somewhere. You got to start from the beginning in order to get to the top. Um, it's a process. You got to respect the process. So putting the weed in the bag is you got to start by bagging the weed first before you start selling it. Like you got to start from the bottom. And so this shit is just real to me because it's one particular thing that he says um, in his book. And he talks about how many hours is in a week. He says there's 168 hours in a week. He said, are you willing to get up at 345 a.m. and go to bed at 11 p.m. five days a week? He said, or do you need more time for yourself? He also says socializing and quote-unquote me time is not what other successful people he knows does. So when you're talking about people like Ryan Seacrest and Steve Harvey, they got multiple streams of revenue, multiple streams of of money that comes in to take care of their family. So at the end of the day, you can't complain when you're not a boss because you're not putting in that work. So are you getting up at three o'clock in the morning and grinding towards uh, whatever uh, goals that you have? Are you doing that? Or are you sitting there watching TV and Netflix? Like how, what are you doing with your time? What are you doing with your 168 hours of the week? How much time is put towards your business? The shit was real to me. If y'all ever get a chance to read the book, um, Charlemagne the God's Black Privilege, please do it. Um, it's a great, really, really great book. I really am enjoying it. Uh, yeah. Get to the bag, y'all. <laughs> Put the weed in the bag first. Yeah. It's crazy. No real value. You're absolutely right. As I'm shopping online right now, I'm having this conversation. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't, girl. Let me tell you, I go on Amazon and buy stuff, and I wear the same. I will. I get two piece stuff because I'm like, I'm not about to inv- put all this money into clothes and shoes, and I don't even really, I don't really wear the stuff. Like half the stuff you see, I don't. It's still got tags. Yeah, on it. you're hmm. right. Cause you did lace me up, and I, I just have an obsession with. Honestly, for me, like where I'm at, it's like I spend so much with my on my on my kids. I'm um, so obsessed with like children's plays. <laughs> um, oh yeah, they they give you give you the shout out to children's well, plays because we give you a whole bunch of deals. Find, I feel like for us, like black women, women, black women, we are the pillar of our community. If we can right. find a way to to make make it like we need to become our own pillars and it just I think it starts with us it starts with us the women and we can't wait on the men to to take charge we have to we need to set the trend we need to set the trend and I think that um I think that we need to figure out a way to really push you know push women in business maybe you know start some type of mentorship situations or you know, 
conferences with uh, already pre-existing black women owners and aspiring business black women right. that want to do business. We have to figure out a way because right now it's such a male-dominated area, it and it makes uh, it hard. It makes it hard for us women to climb the ladder the hard way instead mm-hmm. of having to take it, you know, having to take it the another way, which kind of, you know, I, I kind of feel like it, you know, is a segue into, you know, um, women being treated like sex objects in the business mm-hmm. place. And we tend to get harassed because it's just like, it's so male dominated, you know? I agree. I feel like, being out here, because I do a lot of networking, I meet a lot of people, I'm always trying to build relationships and connections. I'm always, they they come at you one way and they seem so excited that, you know, you feel real excited, like, oh my goodness, I got this co- connect and he's, you know, this this CEO of this company. And then when you continue to communicate and they're hitting you up, he's hitting you up after hours. And wanting you mm-hmm. to come for come for dinner or asking you to come on a date. And you're just like, hold up. Is this a business Why opportunity? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> is it a business opportunity or is it a date? And exactly. then it just turns in, yeah, and then it just turns into a situation where we're not even being taken seriously. No. Nope. Um, we're not being taken seriously. Not at, at that all. point. Now it's like, okay, this is about this is about having, you know, basically, wanting, <laughs> basically being a being. I have to sleep with you, right, and, in order for me to get somewhere. And you know, I personally have been in so many situations like that. Yeah, where it's like, okay, well, yeah, we want to work with you, but you know, what else? Are, what else? You know, do you want to do? this and hang out there and it's like if you don't take this bait then that opportunity that you mm. thought was going to be available to you right now you can't have that opportunity and I think that if there were more women in business we wouldn't have to deal with having to suck that type of shit up right and I feel you like we're, I, we're out here I feel like we've come a long way like I feel like at some point things shifted and we were able to like, I mean, you have women elected officials and things of that nature. So it, it has taken a shift, but it's still a male dominated world. And yeah, you're right. You feel like, should I sleep with him? Like you, you consider it myself personally. I'm like, that should I, is that, you know, sometimes you, you think in your mind, you go back and forth. Like, is this, do I have to do this in order to get to the next step? And I feel like don't, don't compromise yourself. Don't sell your soul just to get to that opportunity, there's going to be other opportunities. And I think there are some good men out here who's not trying to sleep with you and not using, not dangling an opportunity just to get in your pants. I feel like there are good men out here who really want to help, but it's hard to find them. I, I, I'm, I'm very, they're you. very rare. <laughs> but in your, it's I know you do. With the video. Yeah, I was gonna say that, that you do modeling and videos. How has that affected, you know, your relationship with men? Like how does that work for um, you? Listen, I've had there there is I'm not gonna name any names, but there are like, you know, I'll scroll <laughs> on Instagram. There are there are casting directors mm-hmm. that I know for a fact 
they only cast girls that they're sleeping with. Mm. And I know that for a fact. I know that to be true. And I know that to be all the way 100. I know that to be true. So, you know, everyone doesn't speak on it. It's kind of like this unspoken thing that nobody's saying anything about. But it's Mm. true. It's happening. And it's happening at a sickening rate. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what's it. going on. I've been approached. I, I was. I remember at one point last year, um, I was on set for a major artist. Major. Uh, you guys probably listen to him all the time. Probably one of y'all's <laughs> favorite. And um, the director had said to me, he said, you know, um, I'll put you as a lead girl in my next, you know, sixth video. If you suck my dick. Mm. That so what was, your, what was your answer? <laughs> girl, even, I was so embarrassed. Hold on, was this so, in front of everybody or this was like a one on one? This was in front of everyone and that's oh what made it so that's what made it so like I'm so sorry. That's horrifying. So because, yeah, it's so mm. sickening because it's like what the fuck? But it, oh it, it wasn't like anything to be shocked about because right. this is what they do. Right. This is normal. This is the norm. But it um, makes it difficult for uh, women who really aren't doing that. Like I'm not in the and I and I go to a lot of like different like networking parties for like music industry people. And I don't, it makes it hard for people who aren't really doing that and women who aren't really out there. It makes it hard for us because we're like, shit, like now, now what we going to do? It's so many women doing it. Yeah. And I ended up having a conversation with one of the girls I was on set Mm -hmm. and she's in a lot of videos. And I was just telling, I was just asking her about like, you know, you know, I noticed you get this type of that uh, treatment, this type of treatment we're here and there. And I'm like, so what, I mean, what is it that is actually going on? And she was like, well, you know, when you're shaking hands with these people, you got to have a plan and you can't just be out here shaking hands with no, with no goals. And I'm just like, what do you mean shaking hands? And later on during that set, I noticed that she had went upstairs. Wow. And so I, I, I understood that when she said shaking hands, Mm. um, you know, she, she definitely doing more than shaking, <laughs> shaking ass, and that's what's really going on. <laughs> she um, said. That's what's really going on. So you know, that's what's going on. So, and I don't judge. Uh, I don't judge. To each his own. To each his own. You know I'm not, I don't have a problem with it at all. Just to put that out there, I'm not shaming anyone who does that. I just don't want it to affect the people that are actually really trying to get recognized and not going down that road. Like, I feel bad for those women, so. I feel like if you're going to be out here fucking, don't be doing it for fucking camera time. You should be out Mm -hmm. here doing this shit for some, come home with some goddamn money. I can't. I mean, but maybe that's their money. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody wants and likes different things though. Maybe that's what how they feel like they get in the head. I don't know, but you know I what? You know. I mean, maybe they getting that too. Maybe they getting money and camera time. Well, 
But if you're the this girl that I seen from what I felt like I was seeing, you know, you're the car that you're driving. Um, <laughs> what kind of car was it? <laughs> it wasn't. You're so happy. <laughs> Now I got to know what kind of car it was. Okay, so this is the thing. This is my thing. Okay, so. Uh, you are so messy. That's all I'm going to say. I am. Uh, <laughs> I need to know more now. He was in a Volvo. You know, okay, that was I a could, very safe No, it, it was not. It wasn't. No, okay. No, a year. As much no, as many videos as I've seen this girl in, for mm. her to be if she's shaking hands like that for every video and what I've seen her, you're still a bottle girl. Right. You're That's a bottle. That's a good girl. way to put it though. Shaking hands. To all my ladies listening, shaking no, hands. That's how you describe it. You're a bottle girl and you got mm. last season designer shit. If you're gonna be doing <laughs> like you should be I, and I'm not rich, I'm just saying. If you're doing this shit and you're all in front of the camera and everybody knows about you, why haven't you, why aren't you in the next season shit? Why right. don't you have at least have a Mercedes? I'm not understanding. Make it make sense. Right. Because you're I not mean, doing, you're, you're not making any more money than somebody that has a regular ass nine to five based on your Volvo. Why don't you keep your fucking soul and get a regular job then? You know what I'm saying? If you're gonna, well, maybe she's it saving it. Huh? Maybe she's saving the money that she getting. You never know. I don't have no Mercedes you right. either. I'm on the outside looking You never in. know. Yeah, you never you're, know. Because I don't know have what? no you're Mercedes right. either. I got right, my but... little Honda. My little Honda. Girl, I mean my Hyundai. Mm-hmm. You also that I had kids. for nine years. You also That's have true. kids. You know, you're, you're, we're That's 30. True. This is a young girl with no children. And she mm. already has, and her ass shots were already dropping into her thighs. I cannot make it make sense. <laughs> Dead right now. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I just. I hope she don't it. realize who she is if she ever listens to this. Mm. She probably should be out. Her, ass, her head stuck up in the fucking sky somewhere. So well, she probably would never. I'll probably block her from watching this. Anyway. Well, yeah, women in business, sexual. Sexual uh, harassment. Yes. Well, I'm still recovering from what I just said. I'm always dropping <laughs> some type of shady ass on this horrible. I think you just gave them their medicine for the for the night. Uh, Do you think so? Huh? I said I think you just gave them their medicine. Or prescription, my bad. I think I think I think y'all prescriptions just got filled, and I, I think, think that is. I think that we're out. Yay! Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram. Um, you can follow me at um, mel.rose6. And also, don't forget to follow The Waiting Room on Instagram at The Waiting Room Uncut. It's Waiting Room Uncut, ho. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, go ahead. You know, go ahead. I was like, I'm gonna... The wait is over. The wait is over, bitches.